New Year. This is Dave Pryor, the Reluctant Agilist, and you're listening to this podcast probably on projectmanagement.com. Today, I am joined for the New Year's celebration with Reese Schmidt. Reese, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. And we're going to talk all about volunteering, and, and I'm kind of wanting to start the year off with this because I'm hoping it'll encourage more people to do that. But before we talk about that and all the work that you've done, can you share with these folks like who you are, what your background is, what you're passionate about with respect to the work that you do? stuff like that? Oh, man. So as said, I'm Reese Schmidt. I am a coach and trainer in the Austin area. I have been in software better part of 15 years. And most of that has been in some form of agile, agile-ish. I'm passionate about connecting brains to this. I truly believe that that agility and working with agility is the way to create amazing products that our customers actually want to use and that they love and it makes work humane. So I'm just passionate about connecting people to that. That's it. Okay. And you're, you're, you're not a developer, right? You come from a, I mean, in looking at your LinkedIn profile design background. Uh, I have a design. I kind of meandered through, I've done just about every job in software other okay. than writing code. So I kind of meandered through UX and design, tech writing, QA, automation, finally landed on Scrum Master about eight, 10 years ago, and it stuck. And from okay. there, I've grown into a coach. Well, before we get into the main topic then, can I ask you a really quick question that comes up in class all the time since you come from a design-ish background? Sure. How do you feel about the organizations that are set up where the scrum team does not accept work until design has been completed? That hurts my heart. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think a designer should definitely be part of the team, at least in some capacity, and their work should be part of the sprint, just like any other per- member on the team. If we're setting up a phase gate, basically, of we can't start until design's done, then we're doing waterfall. All right. So even if they only have, if, if design is a shared service in the organization and they only have a fraction of a person, still try to break the work out into vertical slices where the design can be part of the work done in the sprint. Absolutely. The designer should be collaborating with the team as much as they possibly can at whatever capacity they can. That's awesome. All right. I would like to come back later and revisit that topic with you, but I thank you for answering the question. Um, so we're going to talk about volunteering and the reason that I think we met in, I remember it was really hot and we were up on the roof and it was dark. Um, at <laughs> one of the, <laughs> it was Austin. Yeah. Austin. Right. And, and Davo introduced us. Um, and you were volunteering to run that gathering. Yeah. And you're volunteering to run this next one. Correct. And, and why that, that is an amazing time suck, right? It, it does take some time, but it gives back so much more. It's, okay. It, it's worth it. So before we talk about how you got to the p- point where you're helping to plan and run scrum gatherings, how did you get started with volunteering? Like, was this a brand new thing or have you been doing this for a while? I have been volunteering in some capacity for quite a while. I started out, heck, you could probably say my career in software started out as volunteering as an unpaid internship. Took them about a month to figure out I was useful and they wanted to give me money, which was helpful. (laughs) 
uh, <laughs> I didn't have a ton of time during high school and college to volunteer. I was always working okay. as well as going to school. So when I graduated, I suddenly had a bit of extra time and I still craved that need to grow community and to learn and things like that. So my actual first real volunteering was for Burning Flipside, which is Austin's Burning Man, our local. Oh, and okay. That for a little over a decade, I was actually involved in some capacity with helping run that. At some point, I figured out I probably needed to spend my extra free time doing something that was more career related because I wasn't planning on going to work for Burning Man. <laughs> so I actually um, joined the Atlassian user group in Austin. I, okay. was a, I came in to speak at the group and recognized they needed a little help and joined on as a user group leader. I did that for about five years and again, recognized I didn't really want to be an Atlassian admin. So I probably needed to spend a little bit more of my time in the agile community. So I moved over to helping run the coaching SIG and then eventually ran for program chair on the agile Austin board. And I won that seat. And so I was doing that the last two years as well as helping with reviewing for the big agile conference and then as of the last couple of years, also helping with the Agile advice area at the Big Agile Conference. So I okay. like to build community and volunteer. It's kind of my thing. But so I want to go back to something maybe a little more selfish. When you started volunteering for the Burning Man thing, <laughs> I'm assuming you didn't just wake up one morning and, and think like, I have some time to give. I think I'd like to give it to these people. You wanted to go to the show, right? Well, the... I'd, I was already going to the show, if you will. But you don't have to pay if you're volunteering. Uh, actually, you do oh. in, in, most, in most cases. Okay. If you're a, kind of an integral volunteer, um, in, it, at least with Austin's Burning Man, everyone pays. Even okay. if you are on the LLC, which is the, the five people who have a stake in the, in the game, you, you pay. So I was already going. I think okay. for me, the selfish part if, if you want to say it's the selfish part, I have a little trouble with intros. I, I'm a little shy when it comes to just walking up and striking up a conversation. And I feel like I have a little idle hand syndrome when I'm just kind of standing around at an event. So yeah. it's for me, it's easier to just walk up to somebody who looks extremely overwhelmed or busy and say, how can I help? Okay. And that, so this is your way of coping with the introvert thing. A little bit. Okay. And that makes a ton of sense. Meet, most people who would meet me would never think I was an introvert. And I'm, I'm not really, but I do have some anxiety around not being busy and not helping. Okay. I, you know, it's funny that you say that because I always, when I talk about going to the conferences, to me, when you get to be part of putting on the show, it's a completely different experience than when you go as a consumer of the show. And I find it a lot more rewarding. And I think that you just explained to me why, <laughs> because I don't have to stand there and be like, Oh God, I got to talk to people. Like it's all work. It's just work. So it's, I don't get nervous. And you tend to, and I guess this is another part of it. You then tend to be kind of where the action is. And you, yeah. you have this amazing opportunity to meet all these people that you never 
would have been able to meet before. For, for example, uh, a few scrum gatherings ago before I was involved at all, I was, I, I went to one of Diana Larson's talks and afterwards I walked up to just thank her because she'd had such an amazing impact on my life. And I was overwhelmed by just walking up and having that conversation fast yeah. forward four or so years later. And she's volunteering for agile advice to help us and walks up and thanks me. That's insane. To me. <laughs> it's awesome. That's awesome. I think that's one of the great perks. I mean, you get to meet these people and, and the network that you build, which I'm going to come back to this in a few minutes. Um, the people that you meet are all equally passionate and equally committed to, to helping the community. Right. It's amazing to watch so many people. It, it takes so many hands to make yeah. these things go. Some paid, some not paid volunteers and the amount of care and love that goes into building these huge events or the communities themselves yeah. is incredible. Cool. So the reason I went after the selfish thing is because I've been trying to, in prep for the interview, starting to think about like, okay, well, what got me volunteering? And I had done some volunteering before doing it like for, you know, professional stuff. But when I joined PMI, I joined the IT and telecommunications SIG, and I had come out of a web development background. Like that was where I started to learn about project management. And their website was freaking horrible. And so I looked at it, I'm like, this is terrible. I... And I contacted them, like, please let me fix this website. This is an eyesore. And that was how I got involved with them and volunteered for PMI for like eight years. Um, and then the Scrum Alliance since then. But it came out of a selfish thing. I saw something that bothered me and I knew I could do something to fix it and I needed it to be better. And I think, you know, when people ask, like, how should I volunteer? Where should I get involved? That's sort of my first thing is like, go find something that bothers you that you can fix. I think with some of the user groups that I've been involved with, I think that was for me because of having some of the event background with, yeah. with burning flip side, I saw different ways that I could lean in and help create a little efficiency, if you will, yeah. in some of the events. And that grew into helping grow that community. But as I saw my ability to create a new if you will, uh, uh -huh. create more excitement, kind of dwindled. I knew it was time to bring more people in with new ideas and fresh, fresh ideas because I needed maybe to move on and do something different. I didn't have the. Yeah. The spark, the spark, right. You it fix the problem you got there to fix. It's time for somebody else. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, so when now now you're volunteering to help run scrum gatherings and that how much time does that take like over the course of a year? So we actually have an 18 month cycle okay. and it starts off with ideation and figuring out what the gathering is going to look like. So as part of the North American gathering team, our role is really crafting the program and crafting the environment that you walk into, not necessarily okay. the, where things are and, and whatnot, but the, some of the value adds, uh, yeah. the exciting kind of things that happen during scrum gathering. So okay. we start out with some of the ideation around that. And then usually it's a conversation around, okay, themes and who's going to kind of be ahead of one of those themes or what kind of teaming that will be. So there's 
bi-weekly calls that we have. And then there's some one-on-one work with maybe your partner in crime or solo as we're ramping up to opening for submissions. Okay. And then as submissions are open, you're kind of answering questions, things like that. And then we go into the review period. That's really where a lot of the time happens because we're working with our review team to make sure that they're supported, make sure all their questions are answered, make sure that there's no technical difficulties. And then after reviews are finished, then we spend time as the the North American gathering team getting very familiar with the submissions that rose to the top, the making sure that we're about to build the best program. And actually we're going to meet in Denver in a couple of weeks to build the program out coming together as a team for the first time since Austin, actually. Okay. And it's not going to be in a few weeks. Let me take that back because this is going to be in January. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Do you want me to say that differently? No, it's totally fine. I'm just going to be open about this now. We're saying Happy New Year. We're actually recording this earlier than New Year. We'll be, well, we have to honor the scrum value of openness. Okay, perfect. And courage. So, yes, now that we've been outed, it's not New Year's. Um, okay, so... You're going to be, you do all this work. And then when you're on site, I'm assuming it's pretty much 24 seven during the conference itself, right? It really is. There's not a lot of downtime, but there's so, nothing, there's nothing bad about that. There's, it, it's so invigorating when, when it's over, I'm still energized. I'm not exhausted. I'm not, I regret nothing about Okay. Being- so what is, what is it that you, um, or how, how would you explain the benefit? that you get from, because this is a lot of time over a long period of time. And since it's 18 months, that means you were still working on the last one while you were planning the next one. Yes. Um, And that's time away from your family, um, time away from work, right? So what, what do you get out of this? What's the payoff? For me, the big payoff is seeing people get out of scrum gathering what I did out of my first few scrum gatherings and continue to get out of every scrum gathering. Okay. The connection to new ideas, the connection to new people, to new paradigm shifts. That's what we're building. And we're trying to make scrum gathering this place where everybody can come together and not only recommune, if you will, with, all of these people, the family reunion, if you will, that happens, yeah. but also to learn and grow. There are some amazing concepts that are coming through this year. We had a, an idea. So I mentioned themes this year. We decided to go without them. We said, let's just let people be creative inside the space. Let's let people submit ideas that are just burning without forcing them into a theme and let's then see what rises to the top instead of having a track that maybe only had 15 submissions and eight of them are going to get in and one that had 150 submissions and 16 of them are going to get in. Let's just let the best of the best rise to the top. And I can't wait to see what happens with that. Wow. That's cool. What comes out of that. I'm looking at the submissions right now I'm reviewing in prep and they are there are some incredible things that never would have fit into 
a specific track before. So we okay. get to do experiments like that and see what happens. That's awesome. Um, so one of the things that I want to ask about, and I know you're in the midst of this right now, but um, in, in all the classes that I teach, I always make a point of explaining to people, you really should volunteer. And part of what I, part of my pitch with that is that if you want to, to maintain some level of job security or safety in this field, the best possible way you can do that is to build your network. And the best way to build your network is through volunteering. I mean, I know that you're independent now, but I'm curious about how, how instrumental that network has been or how valuable it's been to you since you've decided to go down this path. For me right now, I believe it's confidence. I have so many amazing people that I've reached out to that have kept me, Fed. kept me going when, yeah. when I wanted to be like, I'm done. I'm just going to, I'm just going to apply for all the jobs and right. I'm not going to try this crazy experimenting thing that I'm doing. I've had amazing people like Melissa Boggs and Chris Lee and Trisha Broderick and these amazing humans that I met through all of this, all of these things that I was doing that have kept me sane and kept me going. Yeah. And so I don't know if it ends up panning out and I'm super uber successful or anything like that, but at least I have a community of people that, believe in me and are helping me keep my brain on. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've got, you've got the emotional support you've got, they can turn you on to leads that they hear about. Um, I mean, those are, that's really, especially, you know, that's a very valuable thing. Absolutely. Um, what about, so you mentioned Diana a few minutes ago. How about with, with finding connections to the mentors and stuff? I mean, you know, when you're, when you've got questions, are you able to just reach out to these people now that you've met a lot of them? Maybe not. Maybe not the Diana Larsons of the world, but okay. definitely the the three folks I just mentioned, as as well as a huge group of other people. Absolutely, I I recognize that I haven't done a great job of seeking out kind of official mentorship, and I probably should do that. Uh, it, sooner rather than later. Okay. I, so I, I wish I could say that I had done that. <laughs> that would be smart. Why? So, <laughs> well, okay. I'm, I'm curious. You're being very cautious with your words about this and I'm curious as to why. Oh, I'm not. I, I'm it's, it's one of those, it, I've been working on my CTC application and okay. I recognized in the, in the kind of mentorship slot, I've got some informal mentorship but I haven't been in there. So it's, it's very, Oh, you haven't like latched onto somebody and been like, carry me through. Correct. And, okay. and so I, I'm not, I'm not meaning to be coy. It's more, this is very present for me right now. Yeah. And yeah. I I'm recognizing that I've had a little bit of a miss, but, but in your career miss. though, you've got all these, whether it's, you know, Melissa or Chris or Trisha or, or whoever, you've got knowledgeable people. Absolutely. I mean, to me, that that is another one of the things that you get out of the volunteering is you have peers that are mentors as well, people that you can, you know, kick ideas around with and bounce ideas off of and just get a sounding board and it will keep you straight. 100%. Absolutely. Um, I'm on the phone with a couple of those people 
half daily. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. So, so what if somebody if if there's somebody who is listening to this and thinking, you know, they're right, I really should get involved with volunteering. Um because I, you know, I do my little pitch in class and people are like, well, great. How do I do it? I'm like, there's a part of me that wants to be like, if, if you're asking me that question, <laughs> you missed the point of what I was saying. <laughs> like, what, what do you, good. It's not as, it, it's sometimes not as intuitive as, as you would think. It's kind of hard to uh, break in, if you will. And just the, where do I go? Yeah. And in most cases, the you know Scrum Alliance, Agile Alliance, uh, whatever your community, go go type in your city and Agile or your city and Scrum in, Go- in Uncle Google, and you will find a user group of some sort. And there is always some link somewhere on those pages that says "Get Involved" or "Volunteer" or if you are at Scrum Gathering or if you are at Agile Twenty Twenty, there purple shirts, it, that's adult, but scrum gathering, they'll pick their color. Those, those <laughs> folks, <laughs> it's true, right? They were purple for a little while. They did. Hey, agile, even keep Austin agile was purple this year too. Yep. It was very helpful, but find that group and, and ask them how you can help. And, and don't just walk away because chances are they might be super, super busy and they just need you to stand there for a couple of minutes while they collect their brain and then they will send you on on your way with, with some task. Yeah. But if you can go through the official channels and be there and be prepped beforehand, that would be awesome. In fact, the call for volunteers for Scrum Gathering should be coming out right here at the beginning of the year as well. Right. So that'll be an amazing opportunity to lean in. Cool. Well, I'm going to put links to the Get Involved um, stuff on the Scrum Alliance site and the Agile Alliance site and uh, to the podcast notes. And I think if you're if if those aren't options for you, find a local meetup group and go there and see how you can get engaged. Um, they're always looking for new people in the local meetup groups. It's really hard once you build up your community to find new folks. So that has been probably is in local communities. One of the things that I've found the hardest is, is getting new people in because everybody's been kind of there for a while and the new folks are a little trepidatious to step in. So don't be just step in, ask, ask what you can do. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, you said with the, with the burning man stuff that you kind of, there needed to be new ideas and new people coming in. And I think a lot of times in these groups, the folks that have been there for a long time stick around because there aren't new people. They can't find new people that'll commit. Absolutely. And we don't want our communities getting stale in this way. And they will. If if I'm doing it forever, it's gonna get stale. I wanna do new things and try new try new spaces so that I can bring some of the ideas that work, but combine those with different ideas from other people and what worked and what didn't work in different places. So uh, come in, bring your ideas, bring all the crazy things that you ever thought. (laughs) And keep it weird. Yes. Um, this is awesome. So if, what if folks want to get in touch with you to ask you questions, to follow up on any of the stuff we've talked about, what's the best way for them to do that? You can either add me on LinkedIn, just at it's slash. I'll, I'll put the link in there. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Or just send me an email. Um, okay. same thing, my name at Gmail. Okay. And I would say, do you have any events coming up, but I know that you've got the scrum gathering coming up. So 
Yes. Scrum I'm guessing. Coming up. Yeah. That's going to take most of your time, I'm assuming. It is. Cool. All right. So if well, you're in the Austin area, please come out to any of our Agile Austin events. You might see me poking around one or two of them. Awesome. I'll put in a link to that too. Thank you very much for doing this. Of course. And Thank happy new year. Happy new year. And good luck. I'll see you when you get to my home city. Ooh, I can't wait. New York. Cool. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Thanks.